welcome to View from the Bridge, a football.london Chelsea podcast with me, Scott Trotter, uh, today in a bit more of an intimate affair because it's just me and I'm in North Carolina. If you haven't guessed to cover Chelsea's pre-season tour, they arrived on Monday. We've had two days of sorts, I guess, of the pre-season tour so far, and I just thought we'd have a little catch-up about what had went on so far. Obviously, Monday saw the team arrive a little bit more smoothly than I did, where I had a pretty long passport control queue that made me miss a connecting flight, heard a few too many um, firearm warnings to ensure that you did not have them in your hand luggage and quickly discovered that a medium-sized drink is very large by British standards but we did after all make it to Chapel Hill in North Carolina and we've had a few events to to kickstart the tour and it's been pretty interesting so far in fairness um, of course Mauricio Pochettino's first pre-season tour as Chelsea boss on Wednesday night will come his first fixture in charge of Chelsea against Wrexham and there'll be plenty to learn there to football dollar and then of course bringing all the updates from that live from the USA at the Keenan Memorial Stadium and it's at that stadium where you know the preseason campaign from my perspective started on Tuesday morning US time um, pretty impressive stadium actually very blue um, but quite quite an impressive sight to behold the gates kept open pretty much all the time so the public can wander around the seats and, and there were members of the public there and I think you get those stereotypical uh, scenes of athletes running up and down the bleachers as, as, as well because of that so that, that's pretty cool um, but we did kickstart things with a, a Rex and press conference Phil Parks and talking there, reflecting on some unfortunate memories for Chelsea in terms of Bradford knocking Chelsea out of the FA Cup, I think it was, and uh, just what the game means in the preparation. They, of course, not getting too carried away with their chances on Wednesday night, but it does seem that we might have a young Chelsea side who feature. Um, I think what uh, uh, really stood out ahead of that, though, and the news we kind of woke up to in America, um, it obviously broke a bit later in the UK, was Wesley Fafana's injury, a ruptured ACL, uh, rolled out for a significant period of time. He's already undergone surgery. Um, obviously, brutal news for Chelsea. Brutal news for Fafana, whose career has been plagued by injuries now. Um, Unfortunately, he's, he's not really played too often for the Blues after they voted out such a big bill. Had some big injuries as well. Obviously, he broke his leg while playing for Leicester in a completely unnecessary challenge. I think it was in a pre-season friendly on that occasion. And now he, he does his ACL, which was set to keep him out for a long time. Um, that kind of feeds into Pochettino's press conference. He was, of course, asked. He, he does hope that Fafana can play at least some part this season, but they, they're not getting too far ahead of themselves in that they are you know understanding that the recovery will will see a different evolution I think Pochettino said for Fana and they'll have to be careful over his development as a result of that of course um, so you know 
everybody wishing for final well and praying for for a swift recovery and rehabilitation there um but yeah not not how anybody would have hoped pre-season kicked off um obviously chelsea do have a few defenders, Thiago Silva on the tour, Trevor Chalber on the tour. You, you do think that Fafana getting injured would see Trevor Chalber stay at the club. Um, I think many would, would happily see him stay at the club regardless, but that, that probably cements that Benoit Badia-Shiel, of course, not on the tour, as he still recovers from injury. And Levi Colwell um, has joined up with the squad for the tour um, and, and has started training uh, as well. But... Maybe he will have a smaller role to play until he catches up to his teammates in terms of fitness. But he, you know, will perhaps see an easier route to that first team as well. So maybe some good news in trying to convince Colwell of his place. Uh, he seemed to have a few conversations with Pochettino um, and his coaching staff in the opportunities on the training field today. So hopefully some bonds being formed there. As well, but yeah, Poch was in good spirits in the press conference. Um, he spoke well, as, as I think we're going to grow up quite accustomed to. He was, of course, asked about transfers, didn't give too much away on Casido, in that he said nothing uh, directly about Casido. Does acknowledge that they still hope to add to the team to achieve the correct balance in the squad. Um, he's still assessing players who could have an opportunity this season, particularly young players, he did hint that there could be a youthful side against Wrexham and there was an even bigger hint in the training session which we'll get on to later on um, so yeah it's it was interesting um, he did speak about the competition uh, I asked him about Ian Matson, Lewis Hall Ben Shilwell, Mark Guerrero one position that they do have a lot of players in outside of a lacking midfield at the moment perhaps and, and he didn't really say which way he was favouring um, he seems to be wanting to give everybody a chance to impress which is really interesting given the situation that we thought Ian Matson may have been in where he's in some regards an obvious candidate to be sold um, so that's really exciting for fans of him obviously a very good season with Burnley last year so that will be fascinating to watch out for and yeah um, I think again we, we can expect some classy, some maintained press conferences of Pochettino and certainly get on the football on the website, we have the full transcript of that, please do check that out um, but he was not the only one present at the Keenan Memorial Stadium Marco Guerrero was and he was perhaps even more impressive than Pochettino he was full of humour, spoke very well at times about you know what he went through last season what the team went through how he is looking to overcome that moving forwards um, he seemed really confident he said he was full of energy um, and really wanted to prove his quality after last season um, so that that was really exciting he, he, he did also detail us on how he had watched High School Musical and America was fitting the bill in terms of what he'd seen on the film so far um, he did also touch on Caicedo and thinks Chelsea will have a really good player if he joins, he referenced that he'd seen in the press that Caicedo does want to join Chelsea as well obviously they have that Brighton connection um, 
so maybe he said a few more words than what Pochettino did. We do also have that Cookerette transcript on the site as well, so if you do want to check it out, please do go on the site. Um, I say he was quite charismatic actually and assured um, myself and other reporters in the press conference that he does not want to leave Chelsea Um, and he actually gave a few interesting details about what the early Chelsea training sessions have consisted of and that's right you've probably guessed in the Pochettino a lot of run Um, they've done a lot of double sessions as they did on Tuesday in North Carolina too um he did say in the moment of these sessions that he was angry and unhappy with all the run, but he does enjoy seeing his teammates suffer, and he thinks that can bring them all closer together, so that's really cool, and I think will be a really big boost from last season, where fitness was obviously a big issue that was highlighted, and perhaps with the bigger group there wasn't the, the camaraderie that you would expect from a elite Premier League team, so hopefully those things are really improving. Um and you know Chelsea can move on and really start quickly because uh, they still do need to add to the squad there will be difficulty in starting quickly this season I think despite a kind run after that initial Liverpool game on the first day of the season but um, hopefully if Kukurea is confident that can spread to the rest of the team as well he did say in terms of the competition that left back again that he was good friends with Ben Chilwell uh, which is no surprise, a big personality in the in the change rooms, of course. But it, it seems like Kukurea could be, you know, a likable fellow for the for the group as well. He um, certainly seemed to leave a positive impression on Chelsea's media staff. They they say he is quite a charismatic fellow and quite funny. Um, so really interesting to to see that side of him in a you know a longer interview. And yeah, his answers really are worth reading. Um, he described himself as a British boy now and was struggling in the humidity too and understandably so um, later in the day Chelsea travelled to Carey about a half hour, 40 minutes drive away from Chapel Hill uh, to the Wakemed soccer park where they would train in front of plenty of fans um, lots of football shirts uh, perhaps a sign of how much business Chelsea have done of the number of shirts that became outdated with, you know, likes of Pulisic's name, Jao Felix, Havertz was there, a whole host of others. Um, and I think just six players who were on the plan to go on pre-season last summer, that's on the plan. So not including Raheem Sterling, obviously joined while uh, they were out there, have, you know, made the trip this time, which is, is pretty wild and a sign of the scale of what has gone on at Chelsea. Um, yeah, we got to see the team work, lots of intensity. Sprinklers went off during the training session, I think, because of the temperatures. They they didn't mind, they continued as they were, so maybe a bonus to get a bit of a soaking. But it was interesting to see Pochettino work and, and really drive that work rate and effort. And I think that really perhaps stood out most when, when the group got separated halfway through the session um, and 11. Uh, was isolated and remained on the pitch while the rest of the group went just outside the stadium to another training pitch to do their work and you know this group um, I will actually tell you who was in the group um, because it you know you could suggest that was the starting 11 for 
Wednesday night against Wrexham. Um, Pochettino did say it was going to be young side, and if this is the 11 it is young side. Jamie Cumming, back four of Malo Gusto, Trevor Chalaber, Bashir Humphreys making it in there, Mark Cucurea, midfield base of Andre Santos and Sarcassade in the um, drills that were taking place with the 11 they were tasked with you know really collecting the ball in deep positions particularly Santos starting those moves moving them quickly through the middle and the full backs were really getting high up the pitch and providing the width um, Diego Moreira was on the wing Chukwameka I guess a bit of a 10 Ian Matson on the left wing undecided if that is the role they see for him or whether it's simply you know to cater for all the left backs Chelsea have at the minute to ensure they all get minutes in the legs and um, Nicholas Jackson could be in for a debut. He he played up front. Um, they played against uh, a three-five-two of sorts of stationary equipment, and there was lots of stop and start. And as coaches briefed and debriefed the team as they you know passed up the pitch and had some progression. But as that moved on, um, Pochettino would then blow a whistle when they attacked, and that would be the sign that they had to recover. And he. You know, would cajole, he would encourage and ensure that they were recovering quickly and getting back back into position so that another um, drill of you know the ball being played out the back from Jamie Cohen could begin. And, and there was a real emphasis on putting that run in to, to recover, get back in position. I think both from a fitness perspective and from uh, intensity perspective as well which is certainly going on in Chelsea training at the moment um, there was a second 11 that they then did play for a few uh, well, I guess a few minutes it was an extended period of time a bit more mismatch I guess it was a bit more unusual that saw Lucas Bergstrom and goal uh, Alfie Gilchrist at right back I think it was Thiago Silva and Lewis Hall's a partnership they kind of formed a little bit of a back three Ben Chilwell at left back a bit of a worrying moment where he went off the pitch seemed to take a bit of a knock but he you know gingerly got back up and was encouraged back on the pitch and continued from there with no real issues Connor Gallagher was in the middle Biverog once he and Mason Burstow um, in quite a central position deeper than the forward position that he has enjoyed for the under 21s um, he was kind of partnered with Christopher Nkunku who was in quite an attacking role Raheem Sterling provided some with and another new sign in Angelo Gabriel he was on the right side of the pitch having joined from Sanos and obviously just joined up with the group and uh, Dujon's uh, Richards um, was uh, playing up front he is just joining the group to train while in the US um, he's set to join I think in October when he turns 18 from Phoenix in Jamaica um, so that's another sign that has already been announced by the club um, but yeah great to see all those players perhaps they are setups that we could see uh, on Wednesday night uh, I should say the likes of Mudrick, Levi Colwell, Nani Madweke, uh, Enzo Fernandez, they were all in training, just not involved in those moments. Obviously, they more recently came back and probably just really started their programs properly since arriving in North Carolina. Um, so, nothing untoward there. Uh, Reese James still to join up with the rest of the squad, perhaps will have by the time this is released. Still waiting to hear on that. 
Um, yeah, really good. A few other people in tents for that train session. Bedeleg Barley was there, Paul Wint Stanley and Lawrence Stewart. They all had conversations with Pochettino during the open session as well, so perhaps a hint that there's some work ongoing on transfer areas, uh, discussions. Call should be worth noting that Moises Caicedo is going to be in the US with Brighton. Of course, Chelsea player Brighton as well, so maybe some progress can be made there if parties can meet face-to-face. Um, not too much else to say. Obviously, the game coming up may do a few more of these podcasts, if then, but there will be you know, a bigger debrief where I join uh, Bobby Vincent to chat about the game and we can discover how exciting all these new players have been. Um, but yeah, for now... Thanks for joining me. Make sure you stick to football.london. We'll be covering an extensive range of, you know, press conferences, interviews, player ends, the whole lot from this pre-season tour. Uh, we're in North Carolina at the moment. Philadelphia next. Still to come. Um, so, yeah, stick around and you might hear a bit more of my voice if it isn't too irritable for you. Uh, so thanks for joining me. And until next time, see you later.